Hey, well, Happy New Year. If you're watching us and it's just after midnight, make sure that you drop a comment, whether you're watching on YouTube or perhaps you're watching on Facebook. If you're on our website, get over to YouTube or Facebook, drop a comment so that we can know, like, hey, look, you were with us at 1220 or 1201 or whenever you are with us right now. For those of you who got a great night's sleep uh, or perhaps you're just a few days later after the new year, thanks for catching up with us. Look, we got a lot of stuff coming up in the new year that we're excited about how God will move in and through not just the life of the church, but through your life. So we got Group Up that's coming up, and Group Up is just a great way for you to connect with others who want to become more devoted followers of Christ. Christ as well. And so uh, group ups coming up later in the month. Later in the month as well, we have pizza with the pastor. Always fun. We got pizza and we got pastors. We just got conversation. And it's a great time for you to, to get to know uh, the pastors and some of the other staff here at Door Creek Church. And as always, we're just really thankful uh, for your generosity, especially your financial gifts that you give so that we can help finish, uh, finish the year end strong. Uh, but then also, However, God is moving in you, whether it's through a Christmas offering. Thank you so much. Uh, and please continue to do so so that we can be a part of what God is doing in and through people's lives. All right. So this is going to be a short encouragement for today. It's not going to be a long, it's not going to be a long message. Before we do uh, get into things, I want to just share kind of a fun story. Uh, a little over 10 years ago, Cassie and I were moving across town and for those of you that have moved, moving is, is like its own ordeal, right? In fact, just even those words, some of you are like cringing, like, oh, why did he say that word? Moving. Some of you, you're moving, you're in the middle of moving right now. Uh, whether you're moving across the city or across the state, between states, across the country, or even between countries. I've never, I've never moved from one country to another like some of you have, and that just blows my mind at what that must take in order to get that done. But uh, we were moving across the city, and uh, I was late in renting the U-Haul truck that we would need uh, to, to make this move. And so all they had available was a small U-Haul truck, kind of like the one uh, shown here. Uh, and they also had this 12-foot trailer that we could attach to that truck. And so we're like, well, that's what we got. That's what we got. It's not super convenient, right? So we had friends helping us. My dad came up and uh, he was helping us move. And we were just constantly, because of the driveway and because of where we were going, what we had to unload and load, right? We had to unhook the trailer and rehook the trailer. And as you know, like moving, like even if it's just across the city, it just takes time. And the day was getting longer and longer and longer. And I told my dad, I was like, Dad, we got to get this truck back. I'm not going to get charged, you know, whatever extra fee they said they'd charge me if I didn't have it back by a certain time. So we were hustling. And finally, we had moved everything that we needed to move. The truck was empty, the trailer was empty, and we were on our way back to drop it off. And we were just filled with hope. We were filled with, even though we were exhausted, right? Just this sense of relief, like, oh, we got it done today. How awesome is that? And I'm driving, and sure enough, we hit a bump in the road. And for those of you that have ever pulled anything, like whether it's with a truck, for those of you that have ever pulled any kind of trailer of any kind of sort, you know you know the feeling you get when something goes wrong with what you're pulling. And all of a sudden, I, my dad and I both felt it, this jerk. And all of a sudden, we heard this screeching noise, and we look at each other, and we knew exactly what had happened. Now, we couldn't remember who was doing what, and it was so late. We had both worked so hard. We were both exhausted. It didn't matter whose, whose fault it was or what had happened, but for whatever reason, the trailer was not hooked up correctly, and it had come off. It had come off the truck. 
Luckily, the safety chains are there for a reason, right? And, and there's a little cable that activates an emergency brake in case that happens. And that's exactly what happens. So we pull off to the side of the road and we know what to do. We know what to do. Not because we've been in this situation before. This is brand new for both of us, but because we know how this works. And for the life of us, we could not get this brake to deactivate. We could not get this brake to come off. And we were just beside ourselves. We're watching the time go by minute by minute and we're exhausted and we're frustrated and we're stranded by the side of the road. Just what are we going to do? And out of nowhere, this black truck, dually truck pulls up, slows down beside us, pulls, pulls over. A guy hops out. He's wearing, I can, I can remember exactly what he's wearing. He's dressed all in dark clothes, uh, black clothes, older gentleman, uh, white hair. He had, a, he had a black cowboy hat on too. He said, hey, you boys need some help. And I was like, yes, we need, we need help. We know like we need to do this. And it, have you ever been uh, stuck with something and you're doing what you should be doing, but it's not working. And then uh, someone comes along and does exactly what you've been trying to do, but like it works. <laughs> and it's kind of what happened. He's like, oh, well, you just need to do this. And we're like, oh my goodness. Like, you did it. And, and we said, thank you so much. And then my dad and I were, were finishing up a few things and we turned around and he, he had already gotten his truck and he left. So we, we got in the truck and we returned the U-Haul just fine. But I was left with this question. Was that an angel? Was that an angel? Now I know, like you're, you're listening to him right now and you're thinking, Mark, that's crazy. I, I, why couldn't it just be like a good Samaritan kind of person? Like someone who just saw someone in need and knew that they could help. Well, maybe. And even as I've, I've, I've kind of talked through this story, it's just like, man, how do you even say this in a way that even makes sense? But perhaps you've had a situation like this in your life where something happens to you and you're just left with this question, was that an angel? We have this verse in Hebrews chapter one. In Hebrews chapter one, it talks all about Jesus. By the way, Hebrews chapter one is about Jesus, but uh, we have this verse in verse 14, the end of the chapter, and he says this, are not angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Aren't angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Was, was that an angel? Let's just recap a little bit what we know about angels, and let's just understand that all that we know, there's so much that we don't know, and we're left with more questions than we are answers, even in the scriptures, but we do know some things about angels. We know some of the things that angels do. We know that angels are messengers. We see this in Gabriel's visit to Zechariah and Mary in Luke chapter two. We know that some angels are, are watchers. So Daniel has a dream in chapter four and he says the watcher uh, came. Angels are protectors, right? They help protect us. Psalm 91, 11 is, is a wonderful verse. Psalm 91 is a wonderful verse. If you need to pray protection over somebody, Psalm 91. Angels are worshipers. We see this uh, in Isaiah chapter seven and Revelation 4 and 5, and we see it in other places in, in Scripture as well, but angels are worshipers. Angels are, are warriors. Uh, 2 Kings chapter 6, talk a little bit more of that 
a little bit more about that in just a second. We, angels are warriors. Uh, we also see angels as guardians. Uh, one of the first times we actually see an angel in scripture is when Adam and Eve get kicked out of the garden and God places an angel there, right, to, to guard the entrance to the garden. Uh, we also see angels as archangels. Michael's listed as an archangel. It talks about this in Daniel and in the book of Revelation. Uh, just a few things that we know uh, the, the angels do. But angels are spiritual beings that God created. God, God created them, and they were obedient to God. And some had fallen away, and so there's some fallen angels, but the majority of them have not, and so they serve God. They serve God and do what God asks them to do. They're part of his heavenly host that we hear talked about throughout the scriptures. And there's wonderful stories. And I'd encourage you, these are just great stories to read. They're encouraging stories. There's a story of Abraham and Lot in Genesis 18 and 19. Is they're, they're entertaining angels. And this is uh, kind of the beginning uh, of what we see here in the Hebrew culture about, about just making sure that you're, you're, you're welcoming and you're very hospitable. The early church was, was very, uh, very heavy on hospitality. That, that, hey, if it's a Christian, it doesn't matter where they come from, what their background is. Uh, if they are a Christian, if they are a brother or sister in Christ, you need to show them hospitality. Because who knows, just like Abraham and Lot, maybe one of them is an angel to bring you a message. This is what we see later on in Hebrews when it, when it talks about how we're entertaining angels without even knowing it. Uh, we also see uh, Balaam and his donkey in Numbers chapter 22. It's just a wonderful story about Balaam and Balaam and his donkey. We see Elisha and his servant in 2 Kings chapter 6. This is one of my personal favorite stories about angels. Elisha and his servant, they're surrounded and there's... There, there's a tag on Elisha's head and he, he's going to be killed. And his servant is freaking out and Elisha says, no, no, don't be afraid. And he asks God, he says, hey, would you let my servant see what I can see? Would you open his eyes? And he sees this army of angels at God's command protecting Elisha and his servant. Just wonderful, wonderful story about what we cannot see uh, and then we just uh, addressed this a couple weeks ago. Our lead pastor, Mark Myfair, preached on Acts chapter 12 when, when an angel freed Peter uh, from jail. So we have wonderful stories in scripture and we have some glimpses to, to kind of what angels do and some of the functions that they have and who they are, at least in part what they, what they might be. But it still kind of leaves this question of like, what are we supposed to do about angels? How, how is this supposed to help us? As, as, as we move into 2023, how is, how is this helpful to us? What are we supposed to do about angels? I heard this story, and it's, it's exactly that. It's just a made-up story, but it helps get across maybe a very important point. It's about an angel in training, if you will. And uh, this angel in training is, is, is paired up with his, with his trainer. And they're zooming around the galaxy. And, and the trainer angel is, is, is just showing him all the wonderful things that God has made. 
and they're zooming around the galaxy and he's filling in this, this kind of trainee angel. Uh, he's filling him in about all the things that he needs to be aware of, this, that, and the other, things that we could only you know, imagine or dream. And then all of a sudden the trainee pauses and he stops. And it takes the, the other angel just a minute just to realize that he's not with him anymore. So he kind of goes back to him. He says, what is it? And the trainee angel sees a small blue dot and he says, is that it? And the other angel says, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And the trainee angel says, wait, that's, that's the planet. That's, that's the earth that God made. And then he created humans in his own image. These despicable creatures who disobey God, and yet he loves them so. Loves them so much that he came down. He became one of them. And then Rose was treated like trash and yet still died on a cross for them and then victoriously uh, raised up to new life so that he could take these lowly creatures much below us and make them his brothers and his sisters in heaven. And the angel says, yeah. Yeah, that's it. You know what's crazy? The night Jesus was crucified, we were, we were there and we were ready to be tagged in to take over and to free Jesus. But he loved them so much that he went through it for them. It's just a silly story, but it can help bring home a really important point as we think about angels. Angels serve God in one of the ways, one of the ways that they serve God is by serving us, ministering angels, if you will, just like we read in Hebrews chapter one, verse 14. And you can say, why can't we see angels like Elisha and his servant? Why can't we see angels? So I actually prayed this uh, a couple months ago. Uh, I actually was reading this text and I was like, God, open my eyes, help me see. And you know what? He didn't. He didn't. He brought to mind some situations which I believe he was, he was leading me to go, yeah, that was actually an angel protecting you from yourself, really, right? Protecting Because you're a moron sometimes. Protecting you from yourself or keeping you from harm here. But, but I've, I've never seen an angel. And every time in the Bible someone sees an angel, they're, they're scared out of their mind. And that's why angels are always saying, yeah, don't be afraid. Tell me, I know I'm this really big, super spiritual, uh, supernatural being, uh, but, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, this is where we can get so sidetracked because it's a wonderful verse about angels, but it's just the last verse in the whole chapter that's about Jesus. And actually, verse 14 is culminating exactly who Jesus is more than it is telling us anything about angels. What do I mean by this? Let's look at two more passages of scripture. Let's turn to 1 John chapter 4. Now the context, the context, the first three verses is John here is talking about spiritual warfare with angels and with demons. And then those that want to deceive you. And he's encouraging the readers and he says this in verse four. This is the context for verse four that many of us know. He says, you dear children are from God and have overcome them. Who is them? 
Them is, is the fallen angels, the other spiritual beings and authorities in this world. Because of Jesus, you've overcome them. Because the one who is in you, which is Jesus, is greater than the one who is in the world. And Hebrews 1 is all about the supremacy of Jesus Christ, how he, how he is the one. And we read uh, Paul. Paul gives us this wonderful text in the book of Romans. In the book of Romans, uh, chapter 8, Paul's talking about just, you know, the sufferings that we can go through in life. And he says this, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? And what is Paul referencing when he says who? Well, he kind of unpacks that a few verses later. Here in verse 35, what does he say? He says, who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, as it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him, through Jesus who loved us. And I love this, verse 38. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither what? Angels or what? Demons, what? Neither present nor the future nor any what? Powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here's the beautiful hope that we have as we look at angels in the Bible. It's a reflection of the depth and the height and the breadth of God's immense love for you. And you know what? Maybe in 2022, maybe in 2022, the trailer came off the truck in your life. Maybe in 2023, the trailer's gonna come off the truck in your life. Hopefully not. But here's what we know. What we know is that we have a great hope. We have an incredible Savior who loves us. We have a God who's given us his Son to be our Savior, to be our Lord, to be our light in, in all the darkness that we may face. And he's given us the Holy Spirit that we have inside of us to empower us. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's enough. But God says, I love you so much, I'm going to use the host of my heaven. I'm going to tell angels at my command to make sure that they help protect you too. But let's just not get distracted about angels and let everything we know about angels and any kind of experiences that we may have point to Jesus because that's what it's all about. They point to Jesus. They point to his saving grace in our life. They point to, to the saving faith that we can have in who he is and what he's done and what he has for us. And you may ask the question, like Elisha, right? He says, well, why can't I see angels? I want to see angels. And here's what we need to know. We don't need to see angels because we see Jesus. We don't need to see angels because we see Jesus. And it is my hope that, that God blesses this year for you. But let's not forget this, that as Paul says in the book of Colossians chapter three, we need to let the word of Christ 
dwell in us richly, that we need to be filled with the Spirit and in step with the Spirit so that we can live a God-honoring life, no matter what he brings our way as he pours his favor out on us, whatever that may look like. If he wants us to take us through a trial so that we can grow, or perhaps he wants us to take us through a season of blessings so that we can relish in gratitude, no matter what it is, we are grateful for him. For God who loves us so much, he gives us his son. And he gives us new life in him as well. So what about angels and the ministering spirits that they are to us? We remember that it's more about the one who sends them than the ones who are being sent. Let's pray. So Heavenly Father, help us. Help us as we enter this new year, 2023. Help us to be grounded in who you are. Help us, to be, help us to be grounded in what your word says, that we would let your word dwell in our hearts richly, that we would be filled with your Holy Spirit so that no matter what comes our way, whether the trailer comes off the truck or whether nothing comes unhitched, Father, that we would just be grateful people, that we would be uh, humbly submissive to you, that we would be obedient. And Father, that we would share in that knowing that all around us there are things happening that we cannot see, but that's okay because we can see you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray all these things. Amen.